Welcome to a weekend edition of the Nightly Nooch. How you doing this weekend, Ted? I'm doing so good. I'm getting ready to take the dog squirrel hunting, Keith, and the bass are biting, the, the crappie are biting, and I'm having the time of my life. How about you? You know what? It's incredible. And you know, I uh, follow our good friend, Cuz Strickland from Mossy Oak on social media. And you know, I saw that uh, Cuz has been hunting with the great Harold Knight all week. And there's a couple, uh, I mean, just treasures, American legends when it comes to hunting, huh? Yeah, you know it. You know these are the good old days of hunting. I'm, I suppose I could have been Jeremiah Johnson, but uh, I like the new Matthews bows better than those old longbows. I still shoot my old longbows. I have an Osage longbow from 1955, and I, mm. I don't dare shoot it because it's it's old. It's old. But my point is, is there are more turkey in North America? There are more deer. There are more cougar. More black bear in North America than ever in recorded history because the pioneers, John Hornady and Teddy Roosevelt, they established conservation bag limits and regulations based on sustained yield habitat carrying sound science. So when I'm turkey hunting here in Texas or up in Michigan, there are more turkeys than ever in recorded history. And people like Mossy Oak and Hunter Nation, my friend Luke and you, there are conservation organizations that demand healthy, thriving, expanding wildlife habitat, which I must emphasize as we enter the weekend for the spirit of the wild, that wildlife habitat that hunters, fishermen, and trappers have paid to manage and optimize is where quality air, soil, and water comes from. Quality of life comes from quality air, soil, and water. And that is the battle cry, the ethical mantra of the hunting families of this country that we need to save wildlife as the canary in the coal mine of the modern world. So a big salute to the ranchers and farmers and our friends at Mossy Oak and all these conservation organizations because we spend gazillions of dollars on licenses and fees and supplies and ammos and, and, and sporting goods and camouflage and optics and, and licenses and permits and guides and outfitters and ice and garlic and butter. We spend gazillions of dollars, which ends up safeguarding the value of that deer woods, the value of that turkey habitat, the health of Lake Erie that used to catch on fire, and now the sporting families of the Midwest went, stop the pollution, and now it's the number one walleye and smallmouth bass fishery on planet Earth that used to catch fire. And now the ducks and the beavers and the, the otters and the, the, the muskrats and the wildlife is thriving, thanks to hunting families. How cool and, is that? And you know what, Ted, it is the, the, the good old days of hunting right now, but uh, there are still some problems. So, you know, bureaucrats have gotten in the way. I want to raise a topic with you that you and I have been fighting forever, and I'm going to solicit your help and maybe see if you can make a phone call for us. So in the great state of Maine, where your friend Tucker Carlson lives, where you recently were up there with Tucker Carlson, where there have a thriving black bear population, thriving whitetail population, they still do not allow you to hunt on Sunday. And here we are in 2022, 
And that's just appalling to me that some bureaucrat or bureaucrats can mandate like the ministry of truth on us that we can't hunt on Sunday. So Hunter Nation has got involved in the fight up there to try to get that sorted out, to get that Sunday hunting ban lifted. And I'm going to ask you as the national spokesperson for Hunter Nation, the leading voice for hunters and conservationists on the planet to get a hold of your friend Tucker Carlson and let him know we have a chance right now to fix this scourge and ask him if he'll get you back on his program or do what he can with his platform to get rid of this Sunday hunting ban in Maine. Can you do it? You know, Maine is a historical hunter's paradise. Uh, I got a lot of friends up there. Uh, Hunter's uh, main guy, Patrick, is a dedicated conservation, hunting, fishing, trapping. But everybody take a deep breath and just consider, contemplate the very concept that during God's natural fall season of harvest, it is known as the season of harvest. Spring is renewal when you plant and the fawns are born because summer, the living is easy. It's a blues song. In the summer, all the seeds have the optimum conditions weather-wise to grow. And the fawns and all the cubs, the black bear cubs and the turkey poults, they're born in the spring because they can grow during the comfortable, comfortable weather of the summer. The fall in preparation for the death of winter, because all the vegetation, all the habitat, it dies during the winter to get ready for the renewal of next spring. You have a moral I believe spiritual, certainly a scientific duty and obligation to harvest the surplus so that they don't starve to death during the death of winter, but rather fortify the bellies and the spirit of true nutritionists and hunting families with the venison of the fall harvest. It's not a mankind decree that the fall is the natural season of harvest. It's God's miracle. And to think that when most working families only have Saturday and Sunday to do recreational activities, and the term recreation, especially as it applies to the hunting lifestyle, truly is the healing powers of nature. We recreate our spirit Saturday and Sunday, certainly across the nation. Can you imagine the depravity, the cruelty, of a man who will look at families in Maine or Connecticut or North Carolina or Pennsylvania, a man will say, you know, forget God's natural season of harvest. We're going to shut it down when the sun goes down on Saturday night. And we're going to ban you from participating in the most natural, pure, perfect responsibility, 50% of your huntings. This is so bombastic. This is so King George. You bureaucrats, how dare you claim that you want more families to participate in the value of the natural season of harvest, but then ban them 50% of their season, because Sunday represents 50% of the hunting season for many working families. It's It's so wrong, Keith. So yes, I will call Tucker again today and his buddy Patrick and my friends up in Maine that no man can shut down 
science on Sunday. And don't give me this, we need to go to church. The great outdoors happens to be my church. I believe in God, and I believe if you believe he's in that building, we call it a church, if you believe God's in that building, God bless you. By, by all means, go to that building and commune with God. My church is a swamp. When I get in that tree stand or I sit with my back against that big oak tree on a Sunday morning as God's creation comes to light at sunrise, there is no man that can tell me I have to shut down my responsibility or my instinct to harvest the surplus throughout the weekend. And if someone would like to debate me on that, bring it on. Because if you're against participating in God's natural scientific creation on Sunday, you are a bad person. You stink like King George, and we're going to have to fumigate you. So yes, in the states where there's a, a ban on Sunday hunting, it is wrong, it's immoral, it's anti-American, and it stinks like King George. And we're going to fumigate your ass. And I will call Tucker Carlson because it's indecent to tell that child who wants to be a good hunter that I'm sorry, kid, you only got Saturday. You're going to have to find something else to do on Sunday. We're going to crush this. It's wrong. And I'm going to, I am, I'm going to call Tucker Carlson because he's a good hunter. He's a serious hunter and fisherman, and his buddy Patrick is gung-ho. He's like Natty Bumpo meets Jeremiah Johnson. So this is a very important issue, Keith, and I think we should all dedicate ourselves. And remember, the ultimate way is calling your elected employees and telling them how stupid, how anti-American, how anti-freedom that Sunday hunting ban is in any state that dares to do it. But ultimately, go to HunterNation.org. HunterNation.org is the epicenter, the clearinghouse for people demanding truth, logic, common sense, and scientific-based regulations for conservation and hunting, fishing, and trapping. HunterNation.org. It's where I hang out, and I welcome people to join us there. Beautiful, Ted. You know, uh, we tried to get the Sunday hunting ban lifted in Maine and the it didn't get through the legislature. But there was a recent bill that was passed there that gave people in Maine the right to food. Makes sense. No one should be, have to tell you you have the right to food. But Hunter Nation is working with some of those local organizations up there to say, if you have the right to food, you can't stop me from acquiring my food on Sunday. So our listeners, if you come back next Sunday, We'll have Ted give us an update of his conversations with Tucker Carlson. And I do want to bring this up. I've brought it up every day this week. Congratulations, Ted, on Detroit Muscle. I mean, it's I mean, it's selling like hotcakes. And you very generously have said to all of your listeners here at The Nightly Nuge that you're going to give away signed albums for those of you that go to huntthevote.org, huntthevote.org. There's a promo code. They call it a Patriot code there. If you plug in TNN, USA, the nightly nude USA. You're in for a drawing. We're going to randomly give away several of those signed beautiful albums that Ted's displaying right there. Huntthevote.org, TNN USA for your promo Patriot code, and you can win a signed copy of Detroit Muscle. Ted, I say we get their weekends rocking with a little taste of Detroit Muscle. What do you say? You bet. Keep the spirit at your side, my friends, and thank you very much for supporting my big old greasy Motown guitar dreams, and Detroit Muscle is the soundtrack for all Americans everywhere, man. God bless you all. Thank you. I was born in Detroit, rockin